Hello everyone, welcome back to the For Real Podcast, where we talk about what we experience through our practice, Kung Fu and Tai Chi, and it's time to bow in. Alright, today we've got, of course, uh, my co-host, my Faja, Sifu Gawain. In person, I will say, we have seen Ricardo as well. I'm sure you guys know his voice, very familiar. Hello. And we have a, a call-in, I feel like a radio station. We've got a call-in from Say Sihing as part of our four-part series of the For Real Podcast. He's down in Bustleton on a family getaway. So he's going to call in and, uh, let, yeah, let's call him. Let's do it. Hello. Hey, say something. Welcome. We've just done the bow in intro. Hello, hello. Oh, very good. Yes. Yeah. All right. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, hear you pretty good. Wait, uh, can you just speak again, please? Uh, yes, just testing. Yeah, that's better. Cool, just raising your volume. Okay. Very good. Great. All right, how is everyone today? Sifu, Sin Ricardo, say seeing. Well, I'm feeling excited. This is the first time we've, we've uh, used the phone, have a call in on our podcast, so... Feeling quite excited. I'm feeling glad, mostly, and <laughs> nothing. I, I think very, very glad, actually. I feel nothing. Very good. Cool. Uh, and I'm feeling uh, glad and a little anxious. Glad, anxious. Cool. I'm feeling... Um, Glad. I feel like I'm still waking up. I've got my morning voice on. It is a Sunday morning, everyone, here in Perth, and we're recording the podcast, so it's cool. Nice. All right. Well, um, a big theme of this week and this month, February, is our Lunar New Year line dance celebrations for the Academy. And um, on the drive here, I was kind of, just kind of thinking... So seeing you've been in the demo team in the past and done all the cool things that come to the demo team. And seeing Ricardo yeah. is brand new to the demo team this year. And of course, Sifu and I are like in between. We've been here the whole time. So it'd be cool, I think, if we can talk about... Seeing you got a bit of wind happening. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've got to try and find a better spot then. Okay. I was going to head down the... Uh coast but uh the wind with these microphones is it great so yeah that's right keep going okay nice yeah <laughs> uh, uh so yeah what do you reckon Tiffy, what do you reckon dad what do you reckon well i uh i i don't give it a lot of thought because it's just it's like a birthday it's it comes around every year so um <laughs> so you didn't think about birthdays i do but i mean you know like it's it's uh what's the word i guess it's so woven into the fabric of my life that you know it's uh it's part of it it's like birthdays it's it's like um anniversaries they come around every year it's definitely the lunar new year is definitely very special and um it's an exciting time to be able to celebrate the, this cultural aspect, and I noticed that I noticed that there are moments in the in in my year. Well, actually, I'll, I'll go months. Notice that there are times in the month where I feel like I need to reconnect with that part of me. So there are certain foods that I would I would um, go out and have if I can't make it myself, or at the moment, I'm noticing that I have this real draw to listen to Hong Kong radio. And, you know, with the advent of, of the internet, it's really easy now. You just tune in to radio station RTHK is my current fra- favourite. Listen to conversations in Cantonese. Listen to Cantonese pop music. Hear the local news and the traffic reports <laughs> in Hong Kong and Tim Sa Choi and... Mong Kok and all those places that that I know, so it's um, it's I I think it's 
kind of pulling me back into my cultural roots. So I, I enjoy it from that perspective. Yep. Okay. And um, uh, as part of the academy, have have we always done line dancing and Lunar New Year celebrations in the way that we have? So, so Hing, do you, do you remember? We, it's been every year, hasn't it, since you've you started some like twenty seven years ago? Yeah. Uh, yes. So as far as I can remember, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been every year. Actually, a lot of things in my life are celebrated at the academy, and they just seem to be part of part of everything that happens. Nice. And what what's the uh, earliest memory you can remember of, like line dancing or performing for the learning year? Oh, that's a good question. I don't remember how old I was. I can remember the location. And it was my mum and dad's takeaway restaurant. I think they had a few chairs and tables, but it was predominantly a bain-marie out the front and scooping scooping your takeaway. So um, that's it. that was in Cooparoo in Brisbane, which is a inner southern suburb of Brisbane. For those who live in Perth, it's kind of like um, North Perth to Perth, but on the south side. <laughs> so Vic Park. So maybe. South Perth. <laughs> no, no, Vic Park. Probably Vic Park. Not as close as South Perth, because okay. the rivers, the the South Perth equivalent would be South Bank uh, to Brisbane. Um, no, more like Vic Park. So that's how close, and you know how, how it's very similar in its cultural diversity in Cooper, like like we have in Vic Park. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, so that would have been I I would have been in early primary school, probably year one, probably probably grade one. Um, and I've recall I can recall now a photo in my mind where we all in the academy uniform tracksuit. We had a tracksuit back then. Uh, Tonglong Kung Fu Academy tracksuit. And we wore Converse gym shoes, black and white Converse gym shoes. <laughs> we had a standard white, this very, stere- very stereotypical white crew neck T-shirt and black pants. And it had a... Screen print characters Tong Long on the the left chest, and that was it. And we were, I can see myself with the armbands on with my mum and dad, and she was dressed in my mum was dressed in a paisley matching paisley um, outfit. So, so what's, what's paisley? Paisley is a design, a particular design from the seventies. Uh, was popular in the seventies. So I was in year one in 1971, so it has to be around there because she was wearing this red, white and black paisley, like a jumpsuit. The pants were the same fabric and the top was the same fabric. Very, very 70s. Right. If you want to kind of get nostalgic about it, you watch Austin Powers and you'll get the idea. Yeah. Uh, Bell-bottom <laughs> pants and all that stuff. Yeah, okay. And um, so there was just there's a photo, a family photo of my dad and my mum and myself out the front of their Chinese restaurant, which was called uh, War Gay War Gay Chinese Restaurant. And um, there was a Chinese lion there, two actually. There was a black and white Zhongfei uh, lion and a coloured lion. There is the drum, and that Chinese drum. We still have, yeah. I still have in storage. I and then yeah. there's saying to uh, yeah. seeing Ricardo, uh, not that one, but the black one, big. Huh? Yeah, no. yeah, not no. that one, ah, but okay. the similar one. Okay. I was saying because the other drum we have in our storeroom, I was saying to seeing Ricardo, like that's really old drum. That's from when Sifu was younger. And he's like, oh, you know, so that's yeah. sort of similar. That's drum. cool. Yeah. yeah. But that the one that's at the academy is still younger than this one I'm thinking okay. of. Okay. The one yeah, I'm yeah. thinking of we don't use anymore because the the top is gone. The mm. So I'm kind of preserving it. I don't know why I hang on to this stuff. Say so saying you might be able to shed some light on it. <laughs> but anyway, um, 
so we're there. There's a weapon rack and some a bunch of weapons out the front of this restaurant. So that's where where all of that started, really. For me, for me, that's my first memory. Um, and around the same time, we were having Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year celebrations at our home in the backyard with all the students who were learning Kung Fu at the time and their wives and their children. Uh, and, and we lived at Wool and Gabba, not far from the Gabba Cricket Ground. Right. Mm. Broadway Street, 26. I can't, how did I pull that out of my head? I can't. No, I don't know how I did that. But that's uh, that's where where we had the first mm. Chinese New Year line dances. Yeah, right. Mm. Cool. Um, yeah, for I guess for me as well. Like just like you, it's just been woven into every year. You know, as far as I can remember, sort of thing as well. But like say seeing and. Um, Sim Ricardo, I'd be interested to hear what it kind of means to you or what it looks like to you from a different cultural background or someone who who wouldn't have experienced this otherwise. Um, because I, I've noticed like a few things with my dancing, my lion dancing, not just any dancing, my lion dancing. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say dancing, you mean lion Yes. And... Um, I guess yeah, just culturally when I'm when I'm speaking about it or when I'm showing stuff as I'm performing in class and stuff like that, uh, it's very natural to me, and I have to find ways to explain it from a very uh, different cultural background. So, all right, okay, they don't see it the same as I do because they haven't grown up with this. I need to um, explain it and express it in a way that's understandable. So yeah, say seeing and seeing Ricardo be interested to hear. What it means to you, or what it looks like to you, from the different cultural background, or what it was like um, doing it, say seeing, and what's like doing it this weekend, seeing <laughs> Ricardo. Yeah, so that'd be cool. Who, who'd like to share first? Um, well, I can jump in. Cool. Um, so yeah, so uh, demo team for me. When I, when I think about it, I mean, you know, I was a young boy. I used to. Um, drum in a band at school and I used to like to perform and I think there's probably that aspect within me um, but there's also an aspect of um, enjoying and trying to understand um, other cultures because there's always I think it doesn't matter what culture um, there's, a, there's a real interest for me and I think there should be an interest in others to understand other cultures and where certain things come from and um, I think we're pretty good with that in Australia, maybe not mm. some years ago but I think we're in a much better space there So, um, and I think we're all the better for it so for me uh, you know, the Kung Fu, I started and then I started to see demo team performances and I was just drawn to wanting to be part of that um, and I became quite immersed in it and immersed therefore in I think um, and from a Westerners' perspective, into the the Chinese culture. So it started off with demo team, you know, uh, fight scenes, moving into lion dancing, dragon da- dragon dancing, mm. um, drumming. Uh, really enjoyed the drums, and obviously being a drummer, that resonated with me. Yeah. Um, the trips to China, uh, which were part of the demo team, but I was yep. really interested to go to China and and check out the historical sites and a culture that is so ancient. Um, and so, you know, that, that resulted in two, two China trips. Um, and what else? Oh, I mean, even even to the fact of, I think, for about seven years, I, I didn't see I didn't see the need to uh, see a Western doctor. So I saw pretty much Si Gung at the time for seven years. And, you know, I remember him saying to me, if I feel you're sick enough, I'll, I'll say that you need to go and get some antibiotics, but generally I'm reasonably, I'm reasonably good with my health, so it was only minor injuries and ailments, so for, it was about seven years I just saw um, Sigung and, and was treated through Chinese medicine, acupuncture and otherwise. Mm. So so that was all really, really, I think, special um, part of my life, and there's lots of stuff that I take away from that and understood from a you know, if we put from an outsider's perspective, a lot more about um, 
an understanding of Chinese culture in many respects. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> cool. Thanks for sharing. That's cool. I'll ask a follow-up question, but I'll let Sim Ricardo share first. Um, so, how has it been for you this this sort of week of starting um, in the demo team? <laughs> first of all, it's been fun because I'm I'm having some experience of something that I don't usually live and I haven't lived in the last few years, probably the only things close to it was when I started the academy, actually. Yeah. And uh, it's nice. It's nice to be part of something that uh, there is so much uh, behind of it from everyone is participating. There is so much behind of it, and I cannot really get it in full yet because... um, I don't think it's the same as the New Year Eve for Western, mm. the Lunar New Year for no. uh, uh, Eastern people. Yeah. And uh, it um, um, engage a lot of my curiosity in it because okay. I'm always looking forward to understand uh, another culture or another point of view or another person's uh, habits. And um, I, because this, uh, I leave it in a way that uh, is between the um, easiness and the celebration and the happiness of the the feast and uh, the pressure yeah. as well of something that I don't really know yet uh, too much. Yeah. It's something that I just started. And uh, so I don't want to fail anyone. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, like, I feel is uh, uh, the importance of it. Mm. At the same time, uh, I deal with my um, capacity, with my skill, which is not super high yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to don't, uh, trying to be humble as possible and uh, not interfere too much on the process, mm. but uh, trying to get the hang of it yeah. with everyone. And I I have to be honest, I like it. I like it so much because it's something that for me as a student of the academy, outside of the contest of the Lunar New Year and everything, the lion dancing was something almost seeing um, as a extra, as a something like... Uh, not if you are good enough, <laughs> but kind of. Okay. That was my idea, which I don't know, probably was wrong. <laughs> but uh, it's nice to be part of this outside of my regular academy. Yeah. And uh, it makes me feel uh, I can know better what is behind of this world, yeah. which is Chinese world and something that... For me, as a Western, it's been always like very, very far. Yeah, yeah. From in Italy, especially, is oh yes, yes. Is is not really connect this no. to culture. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm not happy about it. I mean, like as Italian, yes. I'm talking about. Okay. I'm saying because uh, it's strange how the world now with internet uh, you can arrive everywhere. Yes. At the same time. Uh, uh, we come from an education of uh, humanity yeah. where we leave uh, everyone in his own space yeah. and his, his own place as well. So his own uh, culture, r- rules and behavioral way of uh, live. Yeah, 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 definitely. And uh, it makes me feel like, you cre- like doing this, uh, you create a lot of fear and scaredness in the people that they don't know mm. and it's not nice for anyone to grow up with uh, fear of something yes because you don't connect with the reality you just connect with uh, your mind and your ideas yes which is based on nothing because you don't really have any touch with that mm-hmm. so i like for this to get in connection with uh, the other culture yeah and 
I like so much the Lunar New Year. I'm, I'm starting to like it so much because mm. I can see how much effort everyone put on it. Yeah. And it's not really about just uh, um, the day. It's not about just like uh, gift. It's about all what is behind yes. with it. Yes, yes. And I can see is a lot. Mm. I cannot really see yet the whole, mm. but I can see is uh, is uh, really in the soul of the people celebrating uh, yeah. the Lunar New Year. Yeah. For Western, uh, the New Year is just like uh, the end of this year and the uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's soul. Hundred percent. Yes. You just do no fire fireworks. Yes, used to fireworks. Uh, you do a big dinner. Yeah. Because it's always dinner. Yes. <laughs> and that's all. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit sad. You know, <laughs> no, exactly. Like yeah. uh, that's my point of view. Like yeah. compare to what I'm getting to know mm. o- about the Lunar New Year. Okay. And uh, it's very tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The lion dancing is very tough. Yeah, yes. Because yes. physically it's is, tough uh, in uh, Perth, Australia. In Perth, Australia is very tough because, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe uh, how much proved uh, I was yeah. with my body. Yeah. But it's good as well because it put myself in a limit. And mm. when I can see the limit, I can work on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I mean. So yeah. it's good as well for knowing myself mm. better as well. So oh, okay, cool. It's good. Very nice. Um, so a follow-up question, like I said, say seeing and uh, maybe Dad as well, and St. Ricardo. What, what was um, your highlight memory of the, your performances or China trips or anything like that? What was your highlight memory being part of the demo team? At like, the moment. Just yeah. because I'm fresh from it, the talking. Yeah. <laughs> I would say... Learning a bit the head, yes, the head movement was yeah. nice, and uh, one of the highlight moment is actually the first Thursday night we we train yeah. together, yeah, because I just uh, actually clap my hand, yeah, <laughs> I didn't do nothing else, yeah. but I could feel the 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 the, the vibe okay. with everyone, yeah, and the connection and the actually almost uh, wanted to move, wanted to dance buy from the music uh-huh. so that feeling yeah. was really nice yes was really really nice yes 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 and i have other highlight but that was probably the top uh, the top two for me how i see the the lion dancing yeah at the moment mm-hmm. but even though yesterday at johnny ma studio like the 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 the, the reaction of johnny ma yes was really nice for me Yes. It was really honest, was really sincere. Yeah. And uh, after what Sifu said to us about the, the event and what we were doing and uh, yeah. what for, uh, you could actually see the happiness in the eye of Johnny Ma. Mm. So that for me was really touching. Yes. Because it's really important. This. Yes. It's like a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. The, all the Lunar New Year, the Lion Dancing connection with culture with your own culture yes. i think uh, it's very valuable mm, so mm. that's cool. my all right thank you yes say so, did you want to share next yeah if you could do you have a, a memory you can think of um <clears throat> yeah i was thinking and the, the challenges is there's too many honestly i mean <laughs> over the period period of time I was with the demo team you know i, I was Thinking with uh, with seeing Ricardo was talking of uh, another reason um, why the demo team sort of uh, drew drew me in was the the team environment. You know, we we changed over the years some of the members, but um, I don't know the performance together. And I find that when groups come together for particular um, challenges, you know, the challenge of putting together performances, performing in a public arena, uh, putting yourself out there to you know. Possibly, um, you know, mess up. <laughs> you yeah, know, you, yeah. you might miss, you might miss a move. You might miss a beat. Um, you know, there, there's a lot to it, and um, I find that when when people come together to do that, it, it forms a, a closer bond, mm. um, and you know, you you get to enjoy um, 
you know that together the um, the highs when you when you feel like your performance went went really well, and then the others where you think, oh, geez, we missed that one or we missed that one. But yeah. you know, I remember the you know some of the performances we've had before, and um, we've practiced a routine and we've missed a couple of moves, but we just sort of roll with it and come up with fill-ins to cover, and, and we get through it. And that's how mm. you know effective teams operate. We just sort of you know, you, um, you look after each other and you get through whatever. Um, you need to get through. Yeah. Um, so the demo team, I think the, the standout for me is, um, you know, I look at performances, I look at, you know, the Wushu games in China, uh, the historical sites in China, or the experiences of the the friendship restaurants and everything else, the 80-hour train ride. Um, but I feel it always comes back to the people and the experiences I have with the people. And, and I think that the individuals that, you know, and the experiences that we shared as a demonstration team, that's the stuff that... Um, highlights for me. Mm, mm. Okay, thank you, thank you. Awesome. I'm like flicking through memories, my memory bank as you're talking as well. It's cool. How about Dad? Do you have a um, highlight so far? I, I I do, and I was trying to categorise them because there's there's uh, many many highlights that I have. Uh, personal. I'll start with a personal highlight. My my own personal highlight was. Uh, the challenge of heights, and I'm not good with heights, so I could stand up in in a high-rise building, so uh, a hotel, look look through the window down to the swimming pools, say, right, and the windows don't open, and I can feel my stomach turning, right, so I'm not good with heights. <laughs> so my highlight, personally, was the first time I was able to do a line dance standing on the shoulders of my tail mm. doing the choi chang and that was really hard because the my tail was uh, seeing kelvin winterburn who who was uh, what a name winterburn yeah seeing kelvin i can't remember if he was daising by then but at some at, he had a short stint as daising before he retired um and that was in brisbane and i think there's a photo of me somewhere that uh, shows me standing on his shoulders doing a choi chang and the choi the, the chang was hung from a tree that's how tall it was wow yeah um, so that was my personal highlight and then a bit like you say seeing the rest of my highlights kind of center around people and um, I, you know I wonder myself i kind of check in with my ego here but the the two group dances that were my highlight was uh, the first time we were at one of the larger state high schools here in perth and there was 1500 students plus teachers and staff at their their the beginning of term one and of course since COVID, this hasn't happened uh, since 2020. And I was sharing the meaning of Chinese New Year and collecting everyone's presence to be in the in the uh, school or gym. So it was. I think it's as, as I think it's like three basketball courts size or four, something like that, and they were like sat all the way across the school gym, um, Mount Lawley Senior High, <coughs> and I was geeing up the crowd and they started screaming. And to hear, like, I don't know what it's like to be a pop star. <laughs> so if you had, you know, like Justin Bieber or someone there with 100,000 people in a stadium with him, but this was just like, 1,500 people, and it was loud, and everyone really got into uh, celebrating Lunar New Year with Lion Dance in the first week of Term 1. So that was really cool, and that really got me going. Then the loudest school was a local primary school, really small primary school with only like 120, 140 children in it from Year 1 through to Year 6. 
and they were so loud we couldn't stop them. I don't know if you were yeah. you were that they just could not Embley Primary School could not stop. They were so loud and it hurt my ears. And eventually the teachers had to go around and tell the kids to to stop shouting and screaming because they were so excited. Otherwise we couldn't dance. You couldn't hear the music and you know how loud the music yeah, is, yeah. Ricardo, right? It's really loud. Couldn't hear the music. No way. They they just had kept going. So they're the the two highlights, but then so you see, you know, like on your tour, uh, the competition tour to China, and then I see your uh, Tai Chi Day tour where we were sponsored to go to China for the line dance opening Tai Chi Day in uh, Shandong for 10,000 people. The highlights for me were us overcoming adversity when... Plans didn't go to plan. Like, for example, Say uh, Hing, do you remember what the what our adversity was when when we were heading over to China and, and uh, we were in China at the time? No. So beforehand, we were. Um, I think we were promised certain. There were certain outcomes. Uh, to the China tour, and um, things didn't go to plan. I can't remember specifically what it was, but I know I can still recall because, like, how many years ago? Is it? it was twenty-two years ago. Yeah. Right. It was twenty-two years ago. I think it was. Yeah. Yep. Twenty-two. Yep. First one. And um, the the memory I have was the feeling of relief and the sense of unity that we all got through this major problem together. I can't remember the problem, but I can remember the feeling of getting through it together. And the issue was so great that it would actually, you know, you sold drum kits to get to afford to go. Like people moved heaven and earth to get to go on their dream, dream experience to China. So it 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 meant a lot. Like we were planning for a year to get there, doing extra training every week to honour ourselves and to represent Australia and all that stuff. So to have something completely out of our our control, potentially changed our entire experience of, of uh, our two weeks away in China is a, is a big deal, right? And I think we can all relate to that now with COVID-19 around, how our lives are all completely different. And what I can remember is the feeling afterwards uh, we were able to overcome the blockage together as a group. So we all played our role and we all had to trust and have faith. <clears throat> was it something to do, Sifu, with, um, with the Wusha Games, with the representation or the um, being accepted into the... Was it represent Australia or not in the, um, in the oh, games? Yes, was thank you. Yes, 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 that's right. It was, it was exactly right. It was that we weren't members of a particular association. Yeah. Right? That's right. And the organisers uh, at no point um, stipulated in any documentation that if we weren't members of that organisation, we couldn't represent Australia, even though all the way through the process, that that was the understanding. Yeah. Yeah. So we couldn't compete, and if we did, our points wouldn't count. That's basically what it was. Oh, that, yes. Do you remember that now? Yes, that's right. Mm. I do. So anyway, we got through that. And the latest one that specifically has to do with the China tour was we we were sponsored to go to China to um, open this event, and obviously very um, 
very grateful and very humbled by the fact that we're, as Australians, and most of us were um, had Chinese heritage but weren't born in China. Actually, there's not, not one of us on the team who were born in China. Um, and we had Eurasian students, so of Eurasian background. So we had Si Mitch, who's... Paternal grandfather is Chinese. We had Phoebe, who's his sister. So obviously her paternal grandfather is Chinese. Um, Dai Si Hing. I'm Chinese. Well, you're, you know, <laughs> you're, you're Chinese and Vietnamese, because your mum is Vietnamese. Um, so we turned up to the airport, didn't we? all ready to go, and we didn't have spare people. It was not uh, like anyone uh, was spare. I didn't you, remember this, but yes, now, now I remember this. Now you get this. You're, you're wondering where bloody I was Bloody hell, yes. <laughs> yeah, bloody hell. Bloody yes. hell. Take me back. This is how much I've forgotten that. You <laughs> wanted to forget yes. this part, didn't you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we were training for ages, Seizing, like, you know, can imagine, right, we're going to China and do an opening event for 10,000 people. We're going to take this seriously. And we're being paid to go and do the job. Like, okay. our yeah. airfares and expenses were paid. We weren't getting paid a salary, but our airfares and expenses were paid. We turn up to the airport, and one minor detail, saying, was that Phoebe's name was misspelt. Oh, no. by, by, the o, by, by the O and the E was, were the other, way around. the other way around. Right. And oh, I know. Yeah. And we were at the airport. How early was it? Oh, I think it was a 6 a.m. flight. It was early, earlier we just, than we just got there. Offices, offices opened, even over east. So the head office for the airline was in Sydney and it still hasn't opened yet. That's how yeah. early we're at the airport. And they wouldn't let us let Phoebe on the plane. Oh, my God. No, we wouldn't let Phoebe get a ticket. We weren't even wow. upstairs yet. We were still downstairs. Yeah, no, we were no, we were downstairs. That's right. We, but we, we couldn't get a ticket. No, no, no. We couldn't change her name. We yeah. could buy a ticket. We could buy a ticket, right? Yes. We couldn't change her name. Oh, we couldn't change the name of the ticket already Correct. bought. Correct. That's yes. right. right. We couldn't change the name of the ticket. So we couldn't bought. check her in. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she didn't exist, right? So her passport and the name on the airline ticket. Is all the same bar two letters are swapped around. So Phoebe is spelled P H O E B E, and we had P H E O B E. So you reckon, you reckon, right, that airline staff would just go, oh, yes, this is wrong. We'll work this out. We had our, we, I woke up our travel agent early that morning and said, can you please help? I rang her on her personal mobile, right? She spoke to, all the ground staff, the the leading person, the manager, the all that. She went through the whole thing. Oh, that whole bloody tr- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so stressful. <laughs> I'm just flashing back this whole trip. <laughs> it was so stressful. Uh, the right? first 24 hours, man. It was so stressful. The first 24 hours. I will tell you guys what happens after this. Yeah. 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 It was so stressful. <laughs> anyway. And Phoebe was like head in her and in between her hands, she was so like just yeah, devastated. Yeah. Right. And there's no way she was going to afford to buy a new ticket because you buy a ticket to leave at immediately the, is time. the full recommended retail yeah, price. Exactly. Right. So they just kept apologising. Sorry, we can't let her on. Sorry, we can't. You can buy a brand new ticket, but sorry, we can't let her on. You can buy her a new ticket, but sorry, we can't let her on. And we, we had Sydney on the line. Same thing. Same thing. It was like we're at the airport and time is ticking. So oh my if we don't make a decision, all of us aren't going, right? Oh my God. And we can't go without her because there's no spare person. There's yeah. like no one that can do her role because we've got a person per role. My God. That's wow. it. Yeah. yeah. We overcome that. We overcame it So, so we became uh, to the... Yeah, yeah, we got it fixed. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she came eventually. Well, the way we got it fixed was I bought her a new ticket. Oh, my God. That's the only way we could do it. I paid full price for a return flight 
for Phoebe to, and all we could do was try to claim it back afterwards. After afterwards, when we got home to Australia, that was the only way we could do it. So I just had to trust that. You know, the Gross. universe is yeah. is on our side, yeah. and that's the way it is. But you know, that sense of uh, solidarity of being able to get through a huge challenge, like a big roadblock, like a massive roadblock, how we could do that. Um, so that's my yeah, they're they're my highlights. Wow. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're shell shocked now. Yeah. It's total size. Uh, I'll just, I'll share with you guys what happened after. So we thought, like, okay, that, that's that was a big challenge. All right, let's just chill out. So we we uh, we fly to the Shandong province in China. Now, bus driver picks us up to take us to Daxingshan, which is the the mountain Tai Chi mountain that we're going to to um, perform. And the I think the opening ceremony was like a day later. Day after, oh, a couple, or of, couple of days, couple of days. But when we got there, there was a plan for us to perform because there was a mini ceremony because it's World Tai Chi Day week where people celebrate it here and there. So we're meant to perform on the mountain as well. So we get off the plane and we get on the bus, and it's already night time. So the bus has to stop um, at. <laughs> Do you remember? So we didn't know this. We thought we'd go straight to the mountain. But the guy just pulls over at a petrol station along the highway and just puts, puts his seat back and sleeps. Oh, my God. So we're all like... <laughs> it was late at night. Yeah. It was overnight. Like yeah. We, we yeah. arrive in the, in the early, early morning yeah. and he was tired. So, yeah. you know, responsible yeah. bus driver. It, He's tired. He pulled over the side. Yeah. So for, he sleeps for a few hours. Oh then we were like, oh, okay, well, maybe we should all sleep. But none of us can sleep because we're wired up. Yeah. Right, post-flight. So that happens. So then it's morning time. So did you try to wake him up? No, 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 we, no he no, just no. slept. He has, his, he yeah. has his alarm on and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he, he just got up as he did. Then we started driving again, right? And then the bus, you, you can start hearing it going... And he can start smelling. That wasn't right. It, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't good. <laughs> he was smelling, right? And then the he pulls over, and the bus is broken down. No, and we're not. We're nowhere near oh our destination. We're still hours away. Yeah, we're still hours away. <laughs> so the engine of this bus is actually in the cabin, right? It's like a small. It's a coaster. 12. It was a coaster. It was a Toyota coaster. Yeah. Small 12-seater bus sort of thing. Yeah. So the engine, or at least the part that it was working on, it was in the floor. So then all these fumes came out. He opened oh. it up. He opened it up. No, and don't do that. And we're, we're in the saying, car. Oh we're all God. saying, no, don't do that. Yeah, don't yeah, do yeah. That. So he opens it up. And he opens it. And, it's a and it comes <laughs> All this fume. Oh, and we're like, we've run out of the van. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Ah. <sighs> So the bus breaks down. So then he calls someone to come and help. And then they do whatever. Right? I don't know. Did we get into another car or did the bus get no, fixed? No, we didn't. No, we, 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 we went until the bus got fixed, didn't we? <laughs> we had to wait. Yeah. Because there was no other bus. Yes. Oh, we're in a, like a country town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not in a major city. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. we're, we're in Bustle. Bus- we're, so we're in Bustleton. What do you want to do? Yeah, yeah, you don't have many Oh, choice. no, even less. Maybe like, smaller than Bustleton. Yeah, yeah, maybe right. like... Um, uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 In between up and Bustleton. Yeah. Size. And we're just yeah. stuck. So we have to wait. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't know what's going on because he doesn't speak English either. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just like, what is, what is oh happening? None of you would they speak uh, any. I spoke. So, so there were two people with us. There was the bus driver. Yeah. Who didn't speak English? Then there was the person who received us, who okay. works for uh, Daching San, who spoke broken English, okay. uh, and I speak broken Mandarin. Okay. So between the two of us, we're trying to work it out. But there are certain words that I just don't understand, right? Like diesel. Yeah. Like so, he can't understand what the mechanic. <laughs> that was hilarious, right? You guys didn't get this. So the bus driver and the host, 
were talking to each other. I could get that. The bus driver, the host was going, what is wrong with you? Why did you, what, what are you doing? And the bus driver saying, I don't know what's wrong with the bus. It just won't go. Right? We're, we're at, we're, he's waking up. He says, what do you mean it won't go? He says, I don't know. He says, well, call a mechanic. He says, why am I, what, who is, who's, what mechanic's going to be, going to be awake at five in the morning? He says, but you've got to call because we have to be at Dajing San. These guys have to perform for the opening ceremony. There's a limited time. Yeah. So there was this banter going on and they were, they were actually angry at each other. Oh my right? And you know what? What? <laughs> He, he says, all right, I'll search and find a mechanic. This is the funny bit, right? He said, um, they must have a, a version, a Chinese version, say, saying of Google, right? So he, he searches on his smartphone for a mechanic in that town. So he starts talking to the mechanic and he puts it on speaker so I can kind of hear what's going on with the mechanic. And he says, yeah, 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 something you broke down. Where you broke it down? He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, how much is it going to come and fix? He says, oh, look, I have to come and see what, what, what the problem this is. problem is. And so how long are you going to take? He says, uh, it's early. He says, but how long are you going to take? He says, uh, I'll come out. I'll be there soon. He says, well, how long is soon? He says, very soon. Okay, fine. So anyway, he turns up. How long it took? Maybe 15, 20 minutes. He oh, turns okay. up and he's got a, a dress shirt on. And dress pants and dress shoes, like he's here to ascertain oh, the problem. Oh, and we you took the bus. Oh, <laughs> now you get it. Now you get it. <laughs> so this the the fellow is <laughs> seeing us. It's just, so funny, right? Remember. We didn't. We, it didn't stop there. No, no, it didn't stop there. Oh. it didn't stop there. So he's seeing you still there. Can, can you? Yeah, right. Can you imagine this fellow coming like to quote the job? He's in office office attire. Okay. He comes to quote the job and he looks and he's he's going through the thing and and he they open the the bonnet again, which is inside the bus. And of course, we all go, "Oh no, don't do that again!" <laughs> and, <laughs> and, it, and all of this smoke comes and f- the fumes, you know. And and we're all jet lagged still. So he says, "Okay, uh, follow me." Right. You ready? So he gets in the car. They follow. If they follow, the bus sort of crawls along and we cross the road. His workshop's across the road. That's how close we were. He lives above his workshop and his workshop is across the road. And then, and then the host looks at his phone number on his mobile, looks up at the sign. It's (laughs) right there. The number was right in oh front of us. God. How crazy is that? <laughs> the number was right in front of us. Like we're here in the studio. It's like looking across the road and seeing the phone number on the warehouse across the road. <laughs> he had to Google it, right? Yeah, he had to, to Google it to find it. But it, it said in Chinese that there was a mechanic yeah. there. But he had to Google it. Yeah. And the Google found us next door across the road. So then, this is the even funnier bit. He gets it over the pit, right? And I'm expecting a mechanic to come out. Do you know what happens? This guy goes inside, takes off his dress shirt and his dress pants and puts on dirty oil, pre-oiled <laughs> stuff. He's the mechanic. He's the mechanic. He comes back out as oh the mechanic. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's just doing everything. <laughs> so he was doing everything. It was hilarious. So then we just hang out and we do yilus and talk and we just hung out for a few hours. Yeah. Right, waiting for him to fix it, and the end result was the driver put unleaded petrol in a diesel engine. That's what happened. Oh my god! Yes. So. Wow. Yeah, I know. And then, <laughs> and we get to our destination, right? And Did you make it? Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like it's like nine a.m. So it all happened before breakfast. Oh, <laughs> my God. So your day was already used. And, yeah. and we get welcomed and they said, are you ready to perform? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We get, we get off the bus. And we have so to So hello, run. everyone. Yeah. Right? And then the, w- the one say, person quick, quick, goes, quick, quick. are you ready to perform yet? Um, we did, have, did you hear what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> did you hear we got here? As soon as we got there, we're performing. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was, we got oh off the bus and it was gosh. like, go, 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 go. We've got to get changed quick. And, and the Lion Dance gear was all bought for us, delivered there. We did not bring our own gear. Uh, so we're going in cold, 
with no, the, even know don't even know what the gear yeah, yeah. is. We don't is. know. We've never seen it before. Yeah. Oh my god. So, all right. Let's end this this story. But yes. this this whole these two lions. Seeing Ricardo say, "Seeing you know what the lions are inside? It's yeah. bamboo sticks, paper mache, paint, fur, right? Yeah. This these two lions were fiberglass. Oh my god, fiberglass." Fiber, wow. Fiberglass. They Fiber, were so heavy. They were the heaviest wow. lines I've ever danced with. The inside was just the mold. Oh, I Fiberglass. They were oh. strong. You could sit on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could <laughs> throw them at people. To lift them, to lift. Oh, Lingwali. And then me and Sing Dan were lifting our head, like doing the head sits and the lifts, with the weight of the line and oh the people. No wonder why we were struggling. It was, it, yeah, but you know, having said that, we overcame the adversity. Yeah, and had an amazing. Uh, I think for me, um, there was an acceptance. What changed? What shifted in me was accepting that this is what it is. Yeah, mm. these are what the lines are. Th- this this is the cultural background. This is how people in rural China. Deal with things. This this is just it. This is like yeah. accept that he's not uh, that's not his bus, and he put in the fuel that he thought is right. He was doing the best he could, but he put the wrong fuel in. Yeah, <laughs> and then the bus. You know, obviously it needs it needs a higher concentration of oil in in the diesel, and when he put the unleaded petrol in, it watered it down, so diluted. And therefore, the compression wasn't great enough to drive the bus, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But he didn't kill it. He didn't kill the bus. It yeah. just meant that it wasn't going anywhere really fast. It was just crawling along, yeah, yeah. right? Um, everyone was just doing their best. The people who ordered the lions have uh, uh, aren't professional lion dancers, so they they don't know what is a good lion or a bad lion. They're getting the best lions that money could they buy. Find, yeah. So they were the shiniest. They were the brightest. They were the newest. They were going to get there on time. Right, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Everyone was doing their best. Right, go right back to our travel agent, who mistakenly put the E and the O back to front on Phoebe's ticket. Right, she was doing her best as well, but she also answered the phone at five o'clock in the morning uh, on a Sunday or whatever whatever it was we were flying. That's why you arrive early to the airport. Like, like for me, <laughs> for me, there's an, there's a point where I need to accept that this is what I've got to work with, and uh, step out of the drama of being a victim to it all. Step out of the drama of being a victim, and accept the facts, and then get on with it. Like, I'm here to do a job. Let's just do it. Do it the best way we yeah. possibly can, rather than trying to lay blame. Uh, and and to um, to relieve us of responsibility, it's not. It's like everyone was doing their best, and so I think for me, Dyson, when you asked what is my highlight, my highlight seems to be around people overcoming adversity, and when we do that, we're left with an uh, an amazing feeling of confidence, like wow. I can really do this, right? Or we can really do this. And that's really empowering. It's like we didn't have any answers at the time, but we got through it. And it builds something in every single one of us. And I think it's really, it's really um, relatable right now because we are all doing the best we possibly can around COVID-19. And... Plans for dances are always, you know, there's always the caveat of, well, we've booked you, uh, we've been booked, we're going to do this job, but we won't really know until a couple of days beforehand because anything can happen, right? And so we just end up being in the same position all the time, asking the question, are we doing the best we can? Yes. What are the things we can accept? What are the things we can't change that we just, if we accept them, 
can we step out of the drama of being a victim to all of this and trying to lay blame on which politician didn't make the right decision, which person didn't order enough antigen tests, which this, which that, you know, who's who's mm. trying to cover our eyes over and, and it's really, you know, it's a, it's a 5G thing and they're trying to control us and put chips in our blood or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm not, uh, by no means, no stretch of the imagination, am I am undermining anyone's opinion about what is happening. Uh, but... When I, when I stand on that side, what I end up feeling is a victim. I feel like a victim. And that yeah. does, it's not healthy for me to stand on that side, to feel like no. a victim. So I asked myself the question, and I said the same thing to uh, my Tai Chi for Parkinson's class on Friday, and that is, if it doesn't feel good for us, then stop doing it. If yeah. thinking what I think, if reading the news the way I read it, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, is not making me feel good about myself, trying to point the blame at who who's responsible for these bad decisions, or why it is they're not saying to parents that they should have all children get vaccinated, and and you know there, there's a belief out there that they should do that too, then I don't feel good. So accepting the parts that we can't change and then asking myself, well, what is it that I need right now? What do I need right now? And it could be as simple as I need to take a walk down to the beach. I need to sit down and have a cup of tea. Uh, I need to listen to my favourite music or make myself my favourite food or sit quietly and meditate or continue to go on with life and get ready to go to work and go to work and do my job. You know, it could be any of these things. Walk my dog, uh, cuddle my favourite person, you know, whatever it happens to be. Positive thinking and accepting the things that we can't change, knowing that we're all doing our best and continue to do our best based on the knowledge, experience, know-how, and our gut instinct. And that's it. I mean, that's all we can do. And I believe that as an individual, as a family, as a community, and as a society, we can get through this if we just remain open. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, there, there are some, like, <clears throat> excuse me. <coughs> well, my mouth. <coughs> there are... Um, there's some of the many lessons I do get from performing, though. There's something about... Because we're all working as a team. The drums are playing. Cymbals are playing. The lines are dancing. I'm in the line. I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling exhausted. There's something about that process that... Because we can't immediately stop, and I have to check in with myself, can I do this? And then we, I pull myself through on the other side there's a mini lesson that I learn or that I get from the performance and that comes through my like my confidence, my self-confidence, my, uh, my willpower, right? And my that, that turning point, that reaching that wall, it's like, do I climb over this or do I stay on this side? And, uh, and well, for me, obviously, because I still want to do da- the dance, I want to complete it to the best of my ability, I do find I learn that little lesson and I find that confidence within myself and then when we finish on the last beat I come out and say ah I feel good because there was a moment there where I felt like like you said seeing Ricard yesterday if I did one more minute I would have fall I'll fall on the floor (laughs) right but but you also already did 10 minutes yeah you know so there's something to no absolutely you know take away from that so I find through you know come back to our subject today through the line dance performances it's not just a performance. There's a lot of self-growth I find that I've developed through that. It's a mini version of life. Even though life keeps going, it's until we, you know, until we pass away. The dance only goes for 10 minutes. So there's this intense bit where I have to pull through. Oh, I would like to pull through. Yeah. Not have to, but I would like to pull through to complete my job, to be part of this team because everyone's doing the same 
part or the same routine and right we're all doing this together for 10 minutes and we've agreed to 10 minutes and then I pull through because I pull through the hardest bit well what I thought was the hardest bit then I go oh that wasn't so bad and then I take that lesson to you know the bigger picture of the life the everyday life and then I get something from that as well yes that's good any thoughts Stacey no, no, I uh, agree with with both. You know your comments in that respect, and as I said earlier about, um, you know that even if you look at it from a demo perspective, it's a team, but you are individuals, and the individuals, you know, you've got your responsibilities to yourself to honour yourself and do the best that you can do. And if everyone's in the same boat, then you're going to get the best out of that demonstration and when the individuals, you know, there might be one or two or the whole group just miss a mark in certain respects, but if everyone's in the same sort of space, then it'll all come together. Mm. And probably if people external looking in will be none the wiser <laughs> to yeah. miss, that, miss that or miss that. Um, but but um, and going back to what Sifu said on a broader uh, perspective, um, you know, 100% agree with all of his sentiments there. And, and I, I hear a lot of people at work um Say it is what it is, and these days, and um, it and is what it they're is. Not being, is what it is what it is. Yeah, it right. is what it. Yeah, it is what it is. And they're not being dismissive to whatever it might be. Um, I think they're just so used to, you know, the challenges, particularly in the last two years, that have affected the broader community, the world, and even their home environment or their workspace. That they've built up a degree of resilience. They haven't built up a degree of hard-heartedness. It's more just accepting that, look, it is what it is and I can only do the best that I can do with what I've got in, in my, my span of control mm. um, and I'm just going to work through it and know that everyone else is in the same boat and if you can, if you can keep in that mindset um, and do the best that you can do and everyone's in the same mindset, then you're in a pretty good space, no matter what the challenges are, to come out the other end. Um, you know, I think as an improved individual, as an improved team, as an improved business, workspace, whatever it might be, um, it's really easy to fall into the space of uh, victimhood. And look, there are people absolutely that are victims of all sorts of things that go on in life. Um, but you find the ones that come to the other side of appreciating that I can't change what happened, but what I can do is make the most of it and assist, you know, which um, only empowers yourself and empowers those, those, you know, more broadly that you engage with in a much healthier space. So, um, you know, when you take the big picture and you take it back even to the demonstration, um, there are a lot of, um, you know, similar points um, that can resonate. So, um, yeah, no, I, I appreciate both your um, your input there, Dossie Hing and Sifu's in that, that latest um Piece of commentary because um, yeah, I think both are very important and both resonate with me in different respects. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thanks, Stacey. Thank you. Very good. All right, seeing uh, uh, Ricardo. Do you have anything to share before we head into our bow out? Are we all happy to? I'm very, very. I agree and sharing your both of your commentary yeah. and I feel it in the last bit of. In, in the little bit of uh, lion dancing I participated with, I'm feeling both of the side uh, in the meaning that I can feel the the the, the willing of pull pull through yeah. and be part of the team yeah. in the good in the bad. Mm. At the same time, I really appreciate uh, the actual of look out for everyone by everyone yeah so like yesterday i would never say the yeah uh, sorry i cannot do the next dance yeah but because it was offered to like uh, they said yes. like you say you know, maybe i was thinking uh, you guys uh, get a break uh, or stuff like that i say yeah of course yes it's good yes because otherwise yeah i don't know <laughs> if i would have pulled through yeah but at the same time i would have pulled through mm. 
Yes, that's that, what that's I mean. Right. Like, yes. I know, so yeah. I like both aspect of these, yes. which make me feel so much uh, into the into the group part of the group. Yes, we take care of each other, and that's right. Even you know, Kenzel and Sintorin yeah. coming in and dancing without even thinking they had to dance yes, uh, yes. and no problem at all. So that uh, I, I really appreciate that. So like uh, you were saying, seafood, uh, in, the, in the difficulties, uh, you do what you can with what you can. Yes. So, mm. and it's good to say so to ourselves, uh, to mm. pat ourselves on the shoulder. Mm. At the same time, uh, it's nice to see from everyone the will of pull through. Yes, yes. So, mm. yeah. Cool, thank you. Nice. All right, well, guys, let's head into our bow out and we can share our final words. Is everyone happy to wrap it up? Yep. Yes. Okay, very good. Yes, all good. Okay, welcome to the bow out of this podcast where we share our final words to finish off the episode. What are our final words today, everyone? What would we like to share? Any comments about the podcast or any final thoughts you have about, you know, what we've been talking about? Broken down engines, tickets being misspelt. I have one word. <coughs> Relief. Relief. That's it. I can still, I can still uh, feel the relief. Grateful. Very grateful. Okay. Thank you. That was more than one word, but yeah. <laughs> I'm actually very grateful as well for this podcast because during this time uh, I experienced like a point of view, different point of view on something that I really most newbie. Yeah, about yeah, it. yeah. That's so it, it was nice to share with you guys uh, your memories mm. and what you got got out of it. So yeah, grateful. Cool. Thank you. How about you, Stacey? Um, I think um, similar to the last podcast, um, what I get is um, the value of um, shared experiences, whatever they might be in um, demonstration team activities, in international travels, demo team or not, in the COVID environment. Um, I think the, the podcast and sharing our experiences um, uh, very grateful for that opportunity, mm. and um, and I think it's a, a really healthy thing to do. Cool, thank you. Thanks for being on the podcast as well. This four part series, very nice. Um, Pleasure. I yeah, my my final words is I don't know. I don't know. There's a final word, but I was kind of driving here this morning. Going yeah, it's a good morning. It's a good morning. Nice and sunny. It's good. So thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining the podcast. Thank you. And, um, yeah, everyone, we'll see you in the next podcast episode in another fortnight, episode three of the four-part series with Stacey and Brian, and we might have another guest um, here, a fourth person anyway. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Thank you very much. We'll see you later. Thank you. Thank you. See you, Stacey. Thank you.